Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Lisa Howard. She is the founder of the HR consulting company, People Core Strategies. She's a trusted business consultant and HR advisor, helping companies grow through effective people strategies. I have Brett Knopf. He is a performance coach and business strategist with over two decades of experience. He empowers leaders and teams to create environments that focus on collaboration, transparency, self-accountability, and personal development. And I have Dr. Bob Choate. He has eight years military experience, has worked in the LAPD, is now the founder of Integrated Mind Institute, and is going back to school for another PhD, this time in physics. The question I have today, what does it mean for something to be fair? Bob, what do you think? Interestingly, I, I had a conversation the other day uh, with with a lady regarding this specific subject, hmm. and she is originally from India, and she talks about how things are not fair for women in India. And then I had her go back and look at the the culture because she's been in the UK for for a, a number of years. So mm -hmm. she's going back, she's pulling off of her experience in the UK and not going back to India. And she thought about it and she says, yes, it's absolutely based in culture mm. and in, in the context of the, of, of the culture. So when I think about fairness and we think about fairness, like fairness for all and everything like that, I think we have to look at what does it really mean to be fair in both context and, and culture. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. I think we have our own personal biases and everything and bring in that. So until we educate people regarding those aspects and probably many other areas and really understand the term fairness regarding those areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would add when, when the question was first posed, Dr. Robin, what came to mind to me were two words, balanced and impartial, mm. right? So I think about it as is for something to be fair, you look at it from multiple angles, you consider all sides before determining an outcome or the approach that you're going to take. And to Dr. Bob's comment, more specifically, yeah, you could think about it from a, a moral and ethical standpoint, like is it morally and ethically sound? the decision that you're making? Is it free of bias? Is it free of favoritism? All those, all those types of things. But I just think about making sure it's not necessary about you and making sure that you're looking at the situation holistically. say, is it fair? I think those are, are great points by both of you. And there's a, there's a subjectivity to a topic like this that is, is unquestionably inherent in fairness. And it's interesting because I went in a little bit of a different direction when I saw that question and I started thinking about it from the lens of negotiation that's in day-to-day -day life, let alone in business. And to me, fairness is, is where both parties or all parties involved in, in a negotiation walk away satisfied with the out where it's not a zero-sum game, a winner and a loser. It's something that leaves everyone feeling like, okay, I was valued i was heard we have agreed on this common outcome that uh, we, we can both or all be satisfied with so again yeah, a little bit of a different 
direction when I when I heard the question, and I, I thought it was a tremendous question for what it's worth. Oh, yeah, and Brent, I, I would say you know, one of the things that I was thinking about is when I used to work on the corporate side and I was an HR business partner supporting a line of business, I had a responsibility to both the company and thinking of the needs of the company and supporting the employees. And sometimes there's a happy medium in trying to figure that out, figuring out how to navigate those needs. And I think it's it's sort of to your point of negotiation, right? It might not have been labeled a negotiation in a corporate setting like that, but I know as a business partner, I thought about it. How can I do both? How can I meet the needs of the organization while making people feel supported? And it could land in different places depending on what, what the topic was. Mm -hmm. Fairness has a certain element of expectation, I think. And I have kind of a funny little story I'd love to share. So my sister was telling me that she had a chocolate bar that she was sharing with her daughter. Her daughter is four and she gave her daughter about a third of it. And the four-year-old was like, that's not fair. And my sister said, well, what's fair? Well, half, I should have half. And my sister explained, well, I weigh more than you because I'm bigger than you. So I should get more of it and explain that fairness can be different. Like it's not necessarily always half. So I think it has something to do with expectations, which makes it very malleable. And fair doesn't mean equal, in my right. opinion, right? Mm. So equality means to me, treating everybody the same way or having the same things. And to me, that's not, it could be fair, but it doesn't always have, fairness doesn't always have to be equal. There's that comic where there's a fence and there's people standing on the other side of the fence. And there's one little boy, he's on a box and he can see over the fence. There's another child that's standing on the box, but can't see over the fence. And then there's an adult standing on the box whose belly button is over the fence. And that's fair. They each have the same level box. But what makes sense is to give the smaller person, the smaller child, two boxes so they can see over the fence and then everybody can see. Is that fairness? I think it goes back to context too, though. I think about when people say, I'm not paid fairly for what I do or I'm not paid enough for what I do because Johnny or Susie or Sally makes more than me. And my question back always is, do you feel that what you're being asked to do and the role and responsibility in which you were hired for, you're being paid fairly? And if the answer is yes, then leave it there. Because there's always going to be people that get paid more or less than you in that example. Um, and there could be good reasons why you're not paid the exact same thing or someone got a different salary increase. In fact, Rob, you said this, there's a context to it. Back in my LAPD days and looking at, at fairness and, and treating people from the context of a police officer. And then later when I was in law school, uh, I had a shift and I would look, look at things different in terms of my understanding of fairness from a legal perspective. And then later as a psychologist, looking at it from a different lens. So I had like different perspective and looking at how the term fairness and even other terms. And I have to say that in, in my own experience in, in different areas and different areas of contact, it was completely different. Then I had to go and understand my own self, my own self-awareness on how I deal with people and how I treat people. Mm -hmm. and, and I had to acknowledge that, yeah, I, I have my own perspective, my own biases, my own mental models and so forth that once I step outside, I, I can see it differently. Do you think as adults, it's reasonable for us to expect fairness? I think expectations are, you're setting yourself up for disappointment with expectations in general. If you're going into interactions and you're approaching life 
without expecting direct receipt in return from, from someone for giving something as an example, you are, you're going to be in a much better position to navigate the inevitable challenges of, of life because you are, you're self-assured. You, you know that you're doing it because you want to, not because you want, you're expecting something in return. A, a lot of what I'm hearing in general is this 360 degree approach that a lot of people don't have. They don't have those, that ability to empathize and, and put yourself in someone else's shoes in, in a lot of cases without actually being in their, their shoes. And I think there's an opportunity certainly for that to be improved upon. And if that's improved upon, we're going to be in a much better position to once again, all feel that it is fair. It is something that everyone can walk away feeling satisfied with the outcome because you understand the different perspectives, you collaborate with each other, and you're you're then able to come to a, a common decision. I agree with you, Brent. I, a lot of times we'll have conversations where it's a question, like help me to understand why you think this way. Help me to understand how you came up with that approach. Um, because understanding the data points or the inputs that are, people are using to come to where they land is really helpful. One, to bridge the gap. And two, just to have a better understanding, because I do think as much as you want to try and make decisions free of bias, we, we all have them. It's a matter of how we rein them in or be cognizant of them to make sure that we're applying decisions in a fair way. Well, that is our 10 minutes, so I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me about fairness. I think that it's something that we all assume we get, like things should be fair, and then we hear life isn't fair. Well, what does that mean? So thank you so much, and I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.